And now, coming to you live, using a GoPro Hero 10 as a webcam. My hands look large, and there's way too much resolution going on in here. I was about to read my mail. Wait, I don't want you seeing where I live. Did you know that you could save hundreds on your next auto insurance bill? Wait a minute. I'm going to make it sound more old timey, which means no base, no mid. That sounds better. You trust AAA for great roadside assistance. Now trust us with your insurance too. One of the great benefits of your current membership is the opportunity to maximize your savings simply by switching auto insurance through AAA. And I'm gay. You're more than just a policyholder. You're gay. You're a member and members get more. Insurance through AAA entitles you to exceptional benefits, including multi-policy discounts, flexible payment plan options, 24-7 toll-free claim submission hotline, plus I'm gay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, to... nothing happened in the news today. Yeah, absolutely nothing. I mean, you just know, a, just another day. It's just another day. Nothing's happening. No big world events. Nope. of any kind whatsoever. Mm -mm. Definitely nothing that I had to call my mom about to no. let her know. You know, it's it's just a slow day on this planet. Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing going on. I see a nice discrepancy between a little preview thing. One of the things I wonder about a Hero Ten is that these things, because they run dual screens, they get really hot. Um, and I wonder if this camera is going to heat soak, because if you keep it going for an hour, how hot is that going to get? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to just turn that off on the computer's side. Um, camera, import location edits recents import files on oh, it's just telling me what's on the memory card media edits uh cloud yeah uh, okay i know that it's not the intention of gopro to have this uh be a substitute for a webcam although it's a visually it's a great improvement over the Logitech we were using before, better low light capability. Not too fan of the fishbowl thing going on with this action. Um, I mean, it helps in a, in a small environment like this, although we won't have that problem when we're in the other room uh, for the new studio. It's making uh, me look jacked. Oh yeah, yeah. Hell? Your arms get my closer. Arm is, <laughs> it's like a freaking Popeye arm. <laughs> my arms aren't big like that. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't hate it though. Um, uh, are our levels fine? Uh, same as they were last time. 
So I'm still on the fence about what I want to use. Like if we get through this entire thing with that thing not overheating, then okay, I could just buy another Hero 10 and just have a dual setup uh, over there, take my Hero 6 or whatever, put that in a box, gift it to somebody. Unless Hero does that like exchange thing where you can get, I don't know, $100 off. Um, but at the same time, you know what? Yeah, I since I'm super lazy, maybe I'd just buy... To an additional 10 and then one 10 would be permanently set up in the room somewhere over there and then all i just remember is get out the second one from the case well i do wonder if it's there's less stress on it because it's not actively recording true so i mean it's not worrying about is the thing warm yet yeah well i guess we'll find out oh uh, and by the way are we, are you hearing us through our microphones or are you hearing us through the GoPro? That is a very good question. Okay. It's a very good question. Whispering into the mic. Can you hear Whispering me? To, into the mic. Microphones. Can you hear us? Microphones. I shaved my face with my Manscaped razor yesterday. I shaved my face with my own dick. I oh. shaved my face. It's serrated. My dick is big enough to where I can suck my own dick. It's detachable. Is it? My own dick. You can shave yourself that two way. Two feet long. Oh, yeah. Long. Oh, man. What are we saying? Oh, they say it's dead, Mike's. I'm aroused by low APR. Low APR. Phones. Deferred interest for the first 12 months. Finances. Gets me hard. Finances. Finances. Can, I don't know if they can hear what we're saying. Finances. 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 Touch finances. my body. I want finances. finances. Give me finances. Plan for the future. Buy, buy low months. Assume the close. Assume the close. Assume the close. Submit the savings. Submit the savings. Okay. Uh, all right. So they, they get that. So mics are working. Is AAA even worth it? Absolutely. Do you know? I've used AAA four times this year, and only one time was actually for me. The other three times, like yeah, you can always do AAA shenanigans, and no one cares. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. I, I just for somebody else, I'm just like, yeah, sure. Uh, let me just call AAA. They don't care that it's not my car. They're I just have paid, to be no, there. Yeah, the, the tow guys are getting paid anyway. They don't give a warm shit about any of it. No. Um, According to Google, you can turn the front screen off completely, swipe down to bring down the icon dashboard on the bottom second row is the front screen icon. Yeah, well, let's see if that applies to this. If it'll do it while I'm recording. Near it. Near it. Nope, can't swipe down. While Does he mean while swipe it's down in front? No, I mean swipe down so the front screen isn't. Ah. I think they mean you gotta do this before you. Do the thing, yeah. Before you tell it to be a webcam, do it when it's not attached to anything. Fine. We'll see if it overheats. It wouldn't yeah. be the first time the thing overheats. Now it's not level, but who cares? Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if there's a way to have it not film in a wide mode, how it can go cropped, but use more of the sensor. And I read that when you use it as a, a webcam, it's limited to just that. Um, or I could buy a webcam for the, when we go to the new studio, that's, that's more of a fixed lens, like a prime lens. 
and have that be it. Uh, well, small moves. I'm not going to be making a big Amazon order until we get back from Georgia. Uh, I talked to the two people uh, from Georgia who will be bringing when we go film down there in two weeks. And second time RCR will ever be in uh, Georgia, Georgia on official mm -hmm. RCR business. First time was for the Piper Cherokee we did. That was. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I printed that thing out. It's upstairs uh, at the top of the stairs. Um, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. I almost threw up. <laughs> hot day. Don't know how hot it's going to be down there. Um, it is going to be mid to late September, but yeah. by the same token, I expect it to be warm for at least another month because yeah. our planet is in free fall. But eh. it's also a thing where like the summers have just tended to last longer and that's been true ever since i was like a teenager fall didn't really hit until october which i mean to be honest it's kind of a whole thing of i don't know like all the spirit halloweens are starting to pop up already mm -hmm. so i guess people are getting ready for that time of year which I mean, yeah, I'm, the, I'm never anything yeah i want halloween when it's when it's cool out yeah yeah. I like the idea of Halloween, but then I think about all the effort that actually goes into it. There was one Halloween contest that I actually won where like how Google Maps has that like little pin that drops in. So what I did was I took a little, I took basically cardboard, cut out a little thing shaped like the Google Maps you are here pin yeah. and uh, drew a map of where the party. When people ask what I am, I just say I'm here for a win but yeah i uh oh are we starting to have trouble with the oh uh oh f possible f it's it, it's so hard when when the stream when the stream drops because on our end you don't see anything they say it's dead great yeah i mean it's still i'm i have it open on my phone and it still seems to be working yeah um they say it's lagging yeah it's lagging um, is the sound all right? It's hard to know from, from our end. Yeah. Someone says it's working now. Says we're back. It's choking. Yeah. Says well, good when now. We, when we go to the new setup, uh, it'll be plugged in to the router. I mean, it's, it's going to go through the computer, which is not on Wi-Fi. So maybe that'll help. Yeah. I mean, it's kind mm -hmm. of a learning process still of trying to figure out how to do these types of things. Yeah. Um, question from the regular chat. Do you think it's worth going after a pilot's license, even if one doesn't own a plane and doesn't currently have the resources to own a plane? Um, yes. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you can get a driver's license and you don't have to have a car. That's true. It's I mean, every single it. flight school has a, has a plane. Um, count on every single lesson being about a hundred dollars. Hmm. Uh, you know, 100, 100 octane low lead abgas. What's that for? Well, actually, that's comparable to, I think, 93 octane right now. But airplane engines burn like so many gallons an hour. And figure you're going to be up there for an hour or going up and down. Plus, you're paying the instructor time. So, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I know one instructor, Greg. Sorry, people are saying audio.
We're just uh, testing the audio. I have our mics muted. Uh, right. Now there are people still saying audio is dead. I have no idea what the deal is. All right. Well, we just streamed our own show. It's not dead on our end. Yeah. I suppose when we get to that, like I saw the mixer that Mullen uses, and it's a Zoom one mm -hmm. that has an SD card just built into it, and it just records to the board, which there's really nothing stopping me from taking this thing and just plugging it into the board and just recording it on this and then just giving you the card and say, here you go. Like we used to do. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's a step. <laughs> it's a step, <laughs> it's a step yeah. plugging this thing in. Um, um, says it works now. Refreshing the page works if you're having trouble. Um, yeah, yeah, for the viewers, I imagine. Well, someone's asking me if I watch F1. No, I don't watch motorsports and I don't have the patience to. I mean, I never really have gotten into it, although my, um, girlfriend's father was big into it and most of what i knew about it i knew through him mm -hmm. um but and i suppose from like following alanis king online yeah. she's very big into f1 like i follow a lot of car people and so if they talk about f1 then that's the only way i ever hear about it mm -hmm. i used to write for an entertainment blog that was obsessed with lewis hamilton mm -hmm. um but that's about it. I mean, I, and that's the thing. <clears throat> the only thing that I really ever learn about motorsports are from RCR stories that I do because mm -hmm. I have to learn about them in that way. But it's part of the whole process of trying to craft a story because any company that you're going to make a story about is going to have an auto, a motorsport wing or legacy in there somewhere. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really know what there is to, know or learn but i'm sure that there are plenty of people who find it super entertaining um i've just never really been one of those people mm -hmm. unfortunately ryan vance thank you for your donation says can't stay for this one but wanted to throw in some beer money say i submitted my manual genesis g70 for review keep up the great show guys thanks man thank you so much appreciate it um yeah i gotta schedule stuff for after georgia but we you know we still have a bunch of stuff oh we have Brandon's car, and we have the next giveaway car. You have your Niro. Still have the Niro and the Forerunner yeah. that we yeah. still haven't done yet. Um, They're just sitting there. Paul Unsatch uh, says, "Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I know what that is about." Mm. Uh, Rochefort, I think is how you pronounce his name. Rochefort. Rochefort, I think. I was just saying Rochefort, but I don't think that's right. Yeah. Um, Nick was saying that it's uh, Mullen Nick. Uh, is saying it's three syllables. Yeah, it's three syllables. Uh, I remember. I'm um, Ace0017 with a very generous donation. Doesn't have a question, but just says balls. Balls. I agree. So question from the regular chat. It's not gay if they're not touching. It says, or their my channel lacks originality. asks, "What are your thoughts on the Hyundai Tiburon GT? Thinking of buying one as a Celica alternative? Been following RCR since 2018. Love you guys. Well, it's, thank it, you for watching. It's no substitute for a Celica. Um, it's it's your Mister Pib to Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper, yeah, ain't the same. It's it's good. It's 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 a it's not a bad car. Look, if if you want a a, a nice cheap sports car and the point of it is hey this is really inexpensive and it's fun to drive fantastic 
Is it the real thing? No, it's not. Is it almost? Yeah. Um, it's a very curb, uh, curb your enthusiasm or, uh, or, or lower your expectations just a little bit. We're Kia Motors. Lower your expectations just a little bit. That way, when we do do something that's good, you're pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is a story of the Kia Stinger. And I wouldn't have considered a Kia Niro if it wasn't for the Stinger, even though, you know, I didn't buy one. I liked it a lot. I'm like, this is unusually good for Kia. I'm like, wow, there's really nothing bad about this. This is fantastic. So without that planting the seed with the Stinger, I'm like, oh, I bet. I mean, if they made this Stinger and, and then getting a Niro, I'm like, oh, this is just a nice, pleasant experience. Um, but there is that rental car feel that never really goes away with the Niro. Yeah. I, 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 and I don't know what it is. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll break, I'll probably figure it out. Everything's generally okay. But when I get into, I can feel the difference in quality, even though it's a 2022 car. When I get into my 2000 third gen forerunner i'm like you can feel that this is a quality product yes. in here they cared about making a fantastic vehicle even though there are more squeaks and rats in the forerunner the 22 year old car it still feels better then now these are apples to oranges because one is just across the just a commuter crossover while the forerunner is a class leading four by four yes even 22 years on the forerunner still feels like a better superior car um and probably the devil's in the details all the individual part screws everything that fits the car together the ergon <clears throat> the way they thought about ergonomics even in the 90s is better than the ergonomics of a, of a current affordable sort of middle of the road ev yeah um little things where your hands fall in the forerunner cup holders you don't think that they're just there um every single button or most buttons are different shapes so you can feel what you're touching without looking at it the little things how your fan controls a slider but your heater is a knob. Hmm. So your your thumb goes, it's it's genius. Your, your thumb goes click, 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 and then your fingers close on the knob for your temperature in one motion, going like that. The AC is a button. The recirc to fresh air is a thunk. Now I know that's because it's a manual thing. You're just with your muscles in your hand. But it's that sort of stuff that you do without thinking. In the Niro, you have to look because all the buttons are in a row. They all have words on them, not symbols, yeah. most of them. And they all feel the same. They make the same sound. And like when I have to go to radio and use the multifunction, there's a lot of stuff that requires my attention. Now, granted, the most advanced piece of electronics is the cheap Hen Kenwood head unit I put in the Forerunner. Yeah. But... The steering wheel in the Forerunner doesn't feel like it's going to turn to goo after a while. I know everybody likes doing that thing where they rub their fingernails across hard plastic. They're like, oh, this is hard plastic. You get in the Forerunner and everything. Um, 
has a heavy weight to it, with the exception of the doors. The doors in the Forerunner are lighter than the doors in the Niro, because the Niro has to have side impact protection, and the Forerunner predates that. Hmm. Um, brakes, okay, the brakes in the Niro are unbelievably good, because you have both regen and mechanical brakes. That, and when they both work together, it's like, holy crap, this thing feels like it's hitting the wall. You get in the forerunner, it's like, oh, this is drums in the rear and tiny discs in the front. This is a heavy truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, stand on it, stand on it, stand on it. And yet I see people on Twitter arguing that sort of, I, I, I don't know. Like, okay, so I saw this argument that just regular sort of, Gasoline powered cars are actually more eco-friendly than EVs because the amount of resources that you would have to mine in order to get batteries to prop up the electric vehicle infrastructure makes it actually more harmful to the environment so that even if you're driving something like a forerunner, you're ultimately doing maybe not, you know, well for the environment, but presumably less harm than if EVs take off, which I don't need yet. <laughs> How much are cars really contributing to the degradation of the environment over something like a uh, shipping? Yeah. That have no emissions at all. Or like the block Super chain. tankers, super ships, that super container ships. How much do those pollute? Yeah. How much does heavy industry pollute? Uh, how much do countries who have are very fast and loose with their environmental controls, are they polluting on a normal scale? And how much is this whole I hate electric cars a little bit of uh, Fox and the Grapes things going on? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I don't have, like, I go to a gas station maybe once every two weeks, put money in the, put, put money in the Forerunner. Mm. But most of the time, do I have to deal with creepy people at Sheets? No. No. Do I have to get accosted by beggars? No. Do I have to listen to... Uh, you know, scook trash having domestic disputes in their cars as they fill up their friggin' uh, Chevy Cobalt? Cobalt. No. Do I have to detour during my day? No. Do I get to drive in silence? Yes. Do I get to, do I not have to ride the brakes down a long hill? Yes. The way they sold me on electric cars is the way, and this will probably go in the review, but the way they, Sold me on that is the way American Airlines sold me on first class. Oh, it you, you don't have to deal with those people. The common ramble. They sold me a they, and this is marketing. They um, sell the need, not the product. Um, and and a lot of this subconsciously goes back to all my friends being in AP and honors, and me being in you know regular classes. I wasn't remedial. Yeah. Even though I did go to summer school for algebra, uh, uh, a big hang up for me was that all my friends were the smart kids and I was just normal, not as smart as everybody else. Yeah. So I only saw my friends at lunch and at dismissal, like in, uh, before class and at dismissal it was the only time I got to hang out with my friends in school. So they were the elite and also, and I'm, mentioned this many times before that you know how when you're absent when they take a test and then when you come back the next day it's like oh you got to make up the test mm. and uh just go to 
just go to Mr. Ebling's room or just go to naming actual teachers. Just go to Mr. Bursick's room and uh, take the test. It doesn't even matter. It's a completely different subject, whatever. Just go over there, take the test, bring it back when you're done. Yeah, and so I realized that I'm going into one of my friend's classes that's AP or honors. And, oh, the teacher's really friendly to these students and it's relaxed in there. And the teacher's not yelling at the students and he's nicer. They're nicer to me. And then when I fly first class, the flight crew is nice to me. The, 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 uh, the, uh, the gate agents, nice to me. I go in the lounge and people are nice to me and I'm nice to them back. I forget what the book is where they were talking about some expat somewhere, but I remember this line as I go, this is civilized living. Me and my key and I oh, this is, this is civilized motoring. I, I can, I can go for a nice drive and uh, I don't think about it. Yes, this is a $43,000 car, but, um, uh, I'm projecting onto these people. Oh, you were the guys who called me homophobic slurs, uh, in high school, aren't you? Have fun filling up your car. <laughs> me? I'm just gonna waft along. Oh, that's, uh, that's a nice V6 Camaro you got there. It was a, it's a shame if someone's gonna silently pull on you going up this hill. Hmm. Oh, you're doing stop and go through Philly traffic. Well, I got a little system here that's just gonna drive a little bit for me for this. So, and I think there's a salesperson in the chat who is saying uh, that, 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 that uh, they sold you the idea with the product, your life is one step closer to becoming an, an, an espresso commercial. You know what? And I bought it and I'm happy for it. Yeah. Um, Another thing that irks me is the EV's battery degradation. When they make an EV that will go 200,000 miles, more like a Jeep 4.0, it will be sold. I'm going to keep moving the goalposts. Until you're I understand. But I didn't buy an EV to replace my 4Runner. It's a nice augment for it. I still need my 4Runner, and I love it. But when I don't need it, I don't drive it. North Star V8, the official engine of disappointment and broken expectations. And there you go. Any plans on reviewing that last-gen Oldsmobile? Well, we did an Oldsmobile Bravada. But I don't think it was the last-gen, was it? I don't know. I mean, we kicked it out of the park I that one. I can't imagine that was one of my anything. It was so good that the Muro uh, commented on it. Yeah. It's it's that's another reason we need to find like something we can go full negative on because it really brings mm -hmm. out the best in us. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, but. The only thing I hate about Kia is that two point. Oh yeah, their engines are crap. <laughs> oh, they they got they got oil issues. They got leaking issues. I think they got oil blow by. They got some gasket problems. I mean, hey, they're inexpensive gasoline engines, but uh, my car doesn't have them. And I mean, it's something where the teacher analogy is a good one because I look at it in terms of. Um, I feel like every new teacher sort of starts out on the same side of a line with their students mm -hmm. where they feel like they all have the same goals and the same things in mind. And then eventually there comes a point where either the teacher or the students cross over onto the other side of the line and they realize that they're actually working at cross purposes. And it's true of any sort of car you drive where you get a car and you think like, oh, well, 
obviously like me and this car are a team we're partners and everything it's like a relationship and then eventually you find yourself on the other side of the line from the car and realize that you know maybe these things aren't necessarily working out the way i want them to and i'm having to dump more money into this than i really want to and i'm not happy and i've done three years of this but do i have another three years of this to do yeah uh or am i just going to keep sinking the cost and so with electric vehicles, I feel like a lot of it is people who have come to the realization that they're tired of having that adversarial relationship with the thing they're driving yeah. and realizing that there is another way around having to confront that aspect of society that, you know, maybe you don't want to go to gas stations anymore. Maybe you don't want to have to be a person who is constantly looking at what the gas prices are this week. And, you know, maybe your range, like you don't get range anxiety because you don't really go that far. And for certain people along those lines, um, and, and I mean, for in your situation, it makes a lot more sense just because you do it. The electric car is sort of augmenting mm -hmm. your experience. A lot of people will just go all in on electric cars. It's very difficult. Like my friend, Brandon, now, uh, yeah, early adopter. His only car is an electric car. It's also a key, it's also a Hyundai Kia, and uh, well, we did film it. It'll be out. But when he bought it new, he got three years worth of free charging from Electrify America. Wow. Um, <clears throat> now it is a sixty thousand dollar SUV, um, and. I think my Nairo has more range. I think because his is a dual motor and mine's a single. Hmm. And do, like when I fully charge my Nairo right now, it's a new battery. Who knows what it'll be after de battery degradation? But fully charged, the computer reads 315 miles, um, which is enough to go from here to the beach, drive to the Atlantic Ocean. Um, if I don't touch the air conditioning, air conditioning will tax you at least about 20 miles. Wow. Um, yeah, you got to run that compressor pump. I mean, turn on the AC and then the forerunner, it's like, ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, AC compressors require a, com a significant amount of horsepower to run those things. Um, yeah, you want, you want to hear like a, uh, yeah, the Dodge Caravan when you turn that AC compressor on, you really felt it. Uh, didn't feel it so much in my Toyota Echo. It's air conditioning I've rarely used. Um, only on the hottest of days. Uh, but then again, it was a small cabin, so it didn't take much to cool it down. Hmm. Uh, I've heard that Mopar is like, you're, you're, someone was talking about the Jeep XJ, Cherokee XJ with the four liters. Even though it has a four liter, you turn that air conditioning on. It's like, come on, man. Uh, work with me here. Work with me here. Come on. I'm already just a box trying to slam through the highway, thrown into the highway wind, and now you put on an AC compressor on top of that. Yeah. Um, uh, i get back to these super chats. Super um, chats. On mm. this day. I see clearly. Everything. All right. How, how far are we in right now? We're 30 minutes in. No problems from the GoPro. Well, so far, so good. Knock on wood. How hot? How hard? How hot are you? Yep, you're warm. You're warm, warm. But you know what? Maybe since it's not running off the battery, it's running. The battery isn't hot. 
Well, the battery's absorbing heat, not creating heat. How about the screen and back? Yeah, screen and back is warm. Mm -hmm. We'll see how it does in the next 30 minutes. Has the big news story been mentioned yet? No. Although, I guess... I mean, what is there to say? We're automotive journalists. Like, what are we really going to add to that situation? I'm going to weigh in <laughs> with my opinions that I had on the walk home. <laughs> I read the headlines and remembered world history class. I'm and a I'm <laughs> gay. I'm an amateur historian now. <laughs> I am fully bonded and licensed by the imaginary authority of internet historians. I have a degree that I made up. <laughs> you know that she was a diesel mechanic in World War II? Did you know? I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, it is pretty cool that the queen was a diesel mechanic in World War II. Mm -hmm. That was pretty dope. And she was like 18 at the time and didn't. But like, it's a thing where I don't know what, what there really is to say other than that. I mean, I thought she would outlive me. I'm sorry. My grandmother outlived her. Grandma, uh, grandma, uh, grandma Ryder made it in 98. Wow. She was 96. We got that on her. There we go. Although probably uh, Her Majesty was more cognizant than uh, Grandma Ryder was in the final two years. I mean, there, you... there was like this moment, I probably mentioned it before, where she got scared, like just generally scared and always that call the police. Call the police. Call and the then police. The, because your dad was friends with the one police officer, he'd sort of like show up and kind of ameliorate. You um, mean like, like whatever she's talking about? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's something where. I mean, my family, we've been known to have those sorts of situations in our lives where we didn't have, I don't want to say the benefit of a, an illness to have caused it, but, you know, that calling the police because you have a vague sense that something is wrong, but you yeah. don't know what. Yeah. And it's very bizarre in that way. I mean, I remember any number of stories growing up hearing about, um, encounters with law enforcement both uh justified and unjustified my great uncle actually um murdered a guy and okay okay but okay he was preventing an assault this guy it was in the 50s in new york okay he was attacking a woman or the guy was attacking a woman uh my great uncle saw it um killed the guy and, just with his fists I don't remember. I want to say he had a knife, All but right. what happened was he took him to court or he ended up in court over this, obviously, because he killed a guy and, you know, maybe it's like one of those freak things. Like he hit him and the guy fell on the curb and kind like, of, well, I mean, he did, I forget if he had to do any time, if he did, it wasn't very long, but he basically in open court just said that he did the world a favor. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Uh, it was like, you guys aren't going to, you know, do And it's, it was very much death wish type Charles yeah. Bronson business, which I mean, the problem though, was that I think part of it, um, may have been racially motivated in the sense mm. that like yes the guy was doing a bad thing but also he wanted to kill this guy 
mm. which makes it even kind of dark. I don't even know how I got on this. I'm sorry, but um, it's just something calling the police, calling the police. And yeah. uh, that was like one of those early stories that I remember hearing about that. I'm just like, okay, but then why wouldn't you just call the police? It's like, well, no, he took the law into his own hands mm -hmm. and you know, it's just strange that in the aftermath and hearing about subsequent stories where, you know, maybe there's someone in the neighborhood who seems like they're going to, you know, do something wrong. Maybe they're going to like harass the family mm -hmm. um, because, you know, my family was subject to a lot of racism against Latinos at the time. You know, you, you do have a way to kind of, um, become paranoid about those types of things. Whereas, you know, at least I, I don't know. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hitting the eject button because I don't actually right. know how to end this, <laughs> this discussion. I guess the sensation was like when, when you're that old and your, 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 the synapses aren't firing and you get a vague, uh, paranoia or something's wrong it maybe it feels similar to when you're very young you're in bed and it's just you're scared yeah. something terrible is going to happen i know it and then you start believing what's happening is happening and you just cry out for mother yeah. you know you just want comfort and or in, i guess in later years like call the police someone's breaking in or, or something you're just trying to make sense of reality that's uh falling down around you and who god willing i i live that long i wonder how elderly brian is going to take care of that i hope that me doing a bunch of hallucinogenic drugs helped that because i know what it feels like to have this i'm gonna die feeling and really what that means is just sal well combination of uh weed and salvia divinorum i mean i think scarier really was like when i get i get like too too high it's like uh, uh um this the second time wasn't too bad when i got that glomp of when, when when the vape pen all clogged up and i'm like i'm just gonna suck harder and then boom, and you just eat a whole bunch of the juice or whatever's in there it's like oh i'm in for it now <laughs> um versus the first time when i did edibles uh, that was, yeah, that was like black. I was like circling the circling beyond the Kyber belt. Um, um the, uh, well, I mean, it kind of ties into the other big news story of the day, which is that San Francisco legalized, uh, plant-based hallucinogenics. So, so that, mushrooms basically. Yeah. And so it's kind of a weird thing of just being able to, uh, <laughs> you know, just self-medicate in different ways now. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's funny. And this person here, uh, uh, review. Oh, here we go. People who discuss hallucinogens back in the day and then talk about salvia. I mean, I've never done salvia and I'm always supposedly heard... it's like DMT. Like those are the two only two things I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and they say salvia is kid stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, cause it's especially in the two thousands, you can get that in the mail. That's how I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get super high for five minutes and that's it. And that's it. But, you know, it's it's a disassociative. It's like, oh, this is... Anyway, I won't go into that. I talked oh, about that for a while. So that was the point that I was trying to make with the Uncle Sword, is that in the grand scheme of things, after you have those sorts of confrontations uh, with, you know, anything having to do with the law, eventually you get to a point where you want to defer decision-making any farther by mm. bringing in 
an outside enforcer so that then I ba- I basically don't think anyone in my family ever wanted to be in a situation like my uncle was in again, mm. where it's just something that is just not good all mm. around. Although I suppose he did technically save that woman's life. But even then, it's kind of a different thing to be able to take the law into your own hands. It's not something that actually has to ever realistically happen, hopefully in an ideal realm. Mm. But yeah. So that was just the point of like, sometimes people want to defer. Bob says, thank you for your donation. Speaking of Hyundai, how about the Envision 74? I love it. I'm going to print out one of the high res uh, pictures and hang it on my wall. It is that cool. Hope they make it. Really hope they make it. Uh, Alyssa, thank you for your donation. Says, thank you both for being so damn funny and knowledgeable and also brown. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Ethan A says, in recent years, we've seen several automotive YouTubers pivot into other car-related businesses. Curious if you have any similar plans. No. What kind I mean, of business? I guess selling private label car care stuff like David Patterson oh, or, did. Or like having the Matt Farrow, like he has his garage. Yeah, that's like a, that's big time. That's brick a big, and, big time brick and mortar. Uh, there's a, uh, oh, um. Rich Rebuilds, he uh, has either a stake or involved with a garage that repairs Teslas and other EVs. Hmm. Um, so there's that. I don't know what gears and gasoline do, apart from... Sorry, uh, speaking of Tesla, did you do you have Tesla stock at all? No, I sold it. All right. The second I broke even, I sold it. Yeah, I probably should. Well, I got an... Are you up? Well, no, a little. But I got an email that was like... Uh, Are they going to split... They split it into three separate things, and they said, "Well, it's going to go down." The, oh, that, but wait, then the what, overall wait. value will correct to what it was. Oh, when so you they did one a three, oh, They did a three for one split, basically. Oh, well, yeah. then that's good news for you. Yeah. All right. Let's just check it because I know it's funny. I'm so far out of my depth on finance in every regard. Your mom did a great job of explaining it to me, and I still have her notes that she helped me with. And so I'm kind of just going off of that in terms of understanding things. And I feel like I'm doing all right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a rolling dice yeah. kind of thing. It's like Atlantic city, but not really. Um, yeah, because I feel like there's research. less, there's less risk than Atlantic yeah, city. Yeah. I mean, because the whole, like you can't beat the house. I mean, the, the difference is when you gamble, the house always wins with, Stocks and securities, the house wants you to win. Stonks. They want you to do well. Yeah. That's the point. That all they're thinking about is you. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. our our shareholders. Yeah, and that's just gam- that's just gambling. It's like, well, if that's your opinion on it, whatever you do, don't invest if that's your opinion. Um uh Ethan A, but about uh monty sport 94 i recently moved to brownsville texas that is all <laughs> thank uh, you and thank you for doing a super chat just to tell us that don't we have a brownsville or a brownstown uh, on the way sure to like we Lancaster do. or something just nobody says thoughts on walkable cities lovely to visit lovely where only commercial and industrial vehicles are allowed inside Wait, what well is, is that walkable then no is it? it's not that means your streets are still there Cars are great, but don't belong in gridlock. I mean, I feel that when we every time the bus has to drive through Manhattan and you see those fuck faces uh, in in personal cars loading stuff in in front of a hotel holding up the show. Yes. Um, yeah. I, 
I like the idea of a of a, of a downtown where only commercials are allowed. Now, when you talk about how to make that happen, then we get into a gray area that what is a commercial vehicle? Yes. Um, okay, a box truck clearly is. How about a panel van? Hmm. Sure. Well, how about a panel van with windows, but no seats in the back? Is that allowed? Mm. Hmm. How about a crew cab pickup truck for construction with a ladder rack on top? Okay. I mean, that's a plumber. Sure. Closed bed? Yeah, with a topper on the back? Yeah, topper on the back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about no topper on the back, no roof rack? Uh, he's just delivering his crew. Mm. Mm. See, there's a lots of ways around this litigation. Slippery slope. Uh, what most people do is a con congestion charge. And I think even New York City at this point has it. And, well, it's easy because every way, half, there's tolls everywhere. So that's the way you get around that. Um, uh, it's a fantastic idea. Um, very difficult in litigation because there's lots of ways around it. Yes. And like my car is a commercial car. That's commercial insurance. Am I allowed in? Um, so when people talk about walkable cities, wouldn't it be great if is the reduction to which all these arguments ultimately boiled down? Wouldn't it be great if? Yes. Would be great. But Make alas. it happen. Start thinking about it. What? Okay, so you want to have all your amenities in the center of town, which need goods and services, but you don't want vehicles bringing it to you, or you want specialty vehicles. Uh, this is where you need to convince your donors, your high value donors who helped you get elected, that they cannot drive their Panamera downtown anymore. Are you going to stay elected? Yeah. Re-election around the corner. Is that really mm. the hill you're going to die on? You got seven figures from uh, the big warehouse up there. Telling him he can't uh, take his family and his Denali to the steakhouse down in uh, center of town anymore? Hmm? Is that what you want to do? Hmm. Unfortunately, I'm just talking about corruption. But, well, but still. I'm but still, that's the game we're playing right now. So when you talk about the great what-ifs, now you have to talk about uh, the intricacies of local government. Yeah. And I'm kind of with Ozzy's garage over here talking about how, how about I just go and drive whatever I want, as long as I'm not hurting someone. Cause for me, that's the big thing. Like if you're not hurting anybody, you know what I mean? And you're not driving recklessly or like that one video from last week from New York of just like one car, like just pushing another one into the side of the road just to rob it, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know. And Spencer here talks about walkable cities work. If you look to the Netherlands, it cannot possibly work in North America. North America is too far gone. I kind of feel like that's the case because walkable cities, I'm kind of thinking like which ones, like what's walkable. 
I, I mean, that isn't already. Ithaca, know. New York comes to mind a little bit because what they did is, but that's only like a section of whatever the main drag is in Ithaca where they just took the street and boxed it off at both ends and just made it a promenade. Or um, downtown Wellington, New Zealand also has a place where it was just the whole street is now a promenade and yeah. they just put stuff in the middle of it, like kiosks and stuff. It became an outdoor mall, really. It's like what they did with Times Square for a little bit, where they shut down traffic through Times Square so that you can only walk or ride bikes yeah. in that area. And I forget if the the um, rickshaws were allowed, yeah. um, but that was still there. And I feel like people had a problem with that. And so well, there's still businesses, wrong, there's restaurants, and New York City doesn't really have alleyways. Not really. So you have system. to get your big chests of meat from the truck to that thing that's a hundred yards away, and you got to carry it down the sidewalk where it gets warm. And now you got to park your truck and leave it alone or have a buddy watch it while you walk that distance. So, okay, well, then make a parking lot at the end of the street. Okay, who moderates it? Who stops people from doing this? Um, and the way the way it worked in Ithaca is that they have alleyways. So they're, mm. they're the businesses on the walkable section can still get their goods delivered through ah. the back alleyway. So it's not so much as like, we're just going to ban cars. Like, okay, you, you need to think about how you're rerouting this. I think it works fantastic for a planned city. Um, and if you have the money to rezone an entire section of a city and then build infrastructure to... Uh, like you would dam up a river of vehicles, a place for them to go around, make their deliveries, and then move on. And then you can have this one pedestrian area. Um, I mean, it works when you have land. Eh, I feel like about that for a while. Yeah, everything works when you have land and you can kind of set the terms. It's of good to have land. Um, uh, IG101, no question, just says thanks for the content. Oh, thank you. I just hit my mic while I go to open my water. That will make editing difficult for tomorrow, Nick. 50 minutes in, GoPro still doing fine. Nice. Has it gotten warmer? Yeah. I'm going home, About the same, a little bit warmer. Parking, parking clip. Thank you for your donation. To quote the mythical Dodge Avenger review, EVs are for cars who pretty much had it with cars. Well, yeah, yeah. Since I drive fun cars all the time and I have usually a fire-breathing car that we use for giveaways, isn't it funny how I'm still looking where the old GoPro used to, where the old webcam used to be? I'm looking at it on the wall, not looking at you right here. It used to be over there and I'm still looking at a force of habit instead of looking at you right here. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I want the exact opposite of a car. So I just want to be transported to my thing. Save my emotions for when it's time to drive something fun. Good question. Boris. Hello, Boris. I think you would like The Other Side by Public Service Broadcasting. They're a shoegaze group and they sample some old radio chatter. It's good stuff. The Other Side by Public Service Broadcasting. I am screenshotting this because that's how I roll. And then, 
Maybe I'll remember to listen tonight. Thank you. Sir X the third with some denomination that just says Ron. Thank you. Uh, would be nice to see a proper video done for whoever wants to take the idea, but it could discuss Miata versus Goldwing, which is what? You want to compare a Mazda Miata convertible sports car to a Honda Goldwing luxury motorcycle. Which is better, a train or an ocean liner? <laughs> what? These things don't even compete with each other. Which is better, orange juice or coal? What? What's better, grandmother's strawberry preserves? Or asshole ruining hot sauce, <laughs> which is like the different. Which is better, a pen or a jukebox? <laughs> What's better, coal or a hand job from the prom queen? <laughs> <laughs> which is better, a sunny day? Or the moon. <laughs> What's better? Uh, taking a shit or getting a pat on the back from your dad? I got nothing. Which is better? A loyal dog? Or Harry Styles publicist? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Exquisite. Uh, uh, oddly enough, I've heard some old farts debate the Goldwing versus Miata. What can't answer? Like, which I don't know, buy whichever one makes you happier. One, one you will get on one, you'll get kind of wet, and on the other, you'll get kind it's like if you dress correctly, you won't get wet. And if you duct tape your roof, you won't get wet. I mean, in the middle, I'll get a slingshot. Ugh. We still need to review one of those. I don't know that anyone's ever going to offer us one because they know what we're going to do to Ugh. it or what we're going to say about it. But I just feel for content. I'm sure they're fun, but. They're so impractical, though. I mean, and I know the people who would. My, I haven't. <laughs> Can am spider. I have an inner ear problem. <laughs> All right, almost an hour in. GoPro still doing uh, five more minutes, and we can say okay. Uh, GoPro is a decent substitute. Slingshots look like Power Wheels. They sell for kids. That's, That's a good line. Too, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Power Wheels for boomers. It's it's just. And I know people are like, well, is it any more impractical than a motorcycle? And I would say yes, because it's larger. Uh, your and... tires are going to last longer because you have car tires. Yeah. I'll say that. It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me in terms of practicality. Just, And I know that, you know, practicality is overrated. 
because mm-hmm. it should really come down to whether or not you enjoy something. But, and I guess the people who own them really must enjoy them. But I will say that I've seen far less of them this summer than at any other summer that I can remember in the past like five or six years. Um, I don't know what kind of sales numbers they're doing, mm-hmm. but then I don't know what kind of sales numbers they were ever doing. It could have just been a smaller concentration of people having more of these things than it made sense of them to have. But yeah, it's always, it, it's funny because it's either boomers or I don't know, Gen Xers who are refusing to accept their own mortality. It's not quite a midlife crisis, but it's more along the lines of, you know, I want a motorcycle, but I don't want to have to go through the trouble of getting a motorcycle license. So I thought you need a motorcycle license to drive one of those things. Do you? Yeah. Well, that goes out the window. I think, I think they're registered as motorcycles and they're over since they're 50 cc's and over. I think you still need a license. Mm. Maybe it's for people who have a license and are smart enough to know that they don't know how to balance anymore. Even when I, when I got on Ted's bike, I haven't ridden in two years that I was rusty. My Mm. turns were not good. My feet were staying down longer than they should. And, uh, yeah, if you don't use the skill of riding a motorcycle, it, uh, going to degrade well i imagine it's kind of like skiing that it'll engage parts of your fit like your core and your legs and everything Mm -hmm. and you're just trying you're accessing every part of your physique to the point where you know it's not just muscle memory like yes you'll remember how to do it but how good are you going to be at it if you're not doing it all the time Mm -hmm. and we sort of live in a place where you can't do it all the time and it's impractical to even try to do it all the time and so yeah I, I don't think it's necessarily um, the most practical thing in the world. But again, it's like practicality, overrated, enjoy life, live a little, whatever. Have yeah, either like of a you Joey t- Diaz thing, like, go out there, get your dick sucked, get your pussy licked. Sling it all over town. Lick some monkey. Some motherfucking America. Have either of you two driven the new Leafs or Bolts? Um, I have not. But I imagine they would be similar in principle to mm-hmm. previous generations. Uh, ben McElwee had uh, a leaf as a loner. I liked it. I didn't like that your three different levels of regen were three different buttons. Ooh. They changed it according to driving mode, but there was like there was like eco normal and sport. But I think it was driving something and like or third level was one pedal. There was there was too much going on. Kia has a better system, just using flappy paddles. Seems like a needless increase in the amount of like material cost mm-hmm. to be able to just add all of that rather than just streamlining it in some other way. Yeah. Uh your one buddy who was staying over here, his car was really nice in that regard in terms of the layout, mm-hmm. which I'm not mentioning because we're reviewing it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I really like that layout. She approves says, which is which is better? The new Mitsubishi Mirage or previous gen Yaris with Yaris. You're comparing a Mitsubishi to a Toyota. Of course you go Toyota. Mitsubishi. Even if the Toyota's a previous gen Yaris. Yeah, Mitsubishi Yaris is versus Toyota. What, what are we talking about here? Like what's happening? You know, it's Do I, you want your surgeon to use a scalpel? Or a lump of pig iron. 
<laughs> Carl Levine says, this has been a fun distraction between meetings, guys. Have a good day. Thank you, Carl. Thank you Thank so you much. For donation. Um, the Yaris is a miserable car. I'll admit the seating isn't fantastic, but I mean, like a Mirage, the, the thing about the Yaris is it doesn't try to be good. It tries to last a long time, like all Toyotas. Yeah. A Mirage is still trying to like fool you into thinking you're not driving a cheap car. Toyota's never been that way. They're just up front, even with the Corollas, especially in the 90s. Like, look, this is a cheap car. What do you want? We made it really well, and we're not trying to fool you. It's going to last. This is what you should be driving because you're not making a lot of money. This car isn't going to bankrupt you. Yeah. Uh, versus you can buy that Mitsubishi Mirage if you want. You save money now. Plan on hanging on to that thing? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, Ozzy, yeah, the GR Yaris. Someday, someday, we'll get someone that someone will pay $60,000 for. Uh, um, I, I think one of the guys from Donut Autocross is a Yaris. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's been an hour. What do we got to talk about? Um, Other than we were talking about Australia uh, at lunch how uh now i'm coming down off the coffee aren't i oh, i'm still kicking uh, but oh i i can uh, i gotta uh, mow the lawn after this greg's coming over to put the ceiling tiles back up nice did uh, you ever get the um the the ground outlet thing situation sorted or the you know the 240 oh no russell says uh he'll be over next week oh nice but if he's listening hey russell i tried to like gently uh convince him to let me buy a trencher because i don't want to dig all that up but he's like but he says no if you buy a trencher and you cut your existing line out to your garage and then we got a real problem yeah. uh so he says it's gonna be it's gonna suck but get out the shovel start digging mm. start digging it up to run conduit out there run 220 line of conduit out there um remember when subarus had the spare tire under the hood yeah i remember that i do not the loyal that we reviewed had the spare tire under the hood oh okay yeah it was a true. donut but or did it was a was the wheel small enough that it was a full-size spare still under the hood and had room for the engine still mm. um oh oh uh, yeah australia well quick uh is this monday the no video monday or the following monday yeah this coming videos our no video no yeah this coming monday there's going to be no video because that's going to be our week off because uh, we need to recharge and also we have uh georgia coming up and that's going to be very mentally um engaging yeah for us and physically engaging uh and then uh also on the I, I've started a sub series for the podcast where wherever you get the podcast from, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, wherever I've begun uploading um, old RCR video essays that, you know, whatever they, the algorithm, like you're never going to see those videos pop up in your timeline again. So right. why not just have them to listen to? And a lot of people were telling me they were just listening to them as podcasts anyway, because a lot of them don't really have a video component. It was just sort of us mm -hmm. doing whatever and writing about whatever. And for instance, today I dropped an RCR flashback episode on our UK diaries, mm -hmm. stitched them together into one long episode. So there's your take and then there's my take. Mm -hmm. um, there's other um, ones, RCR flashbacks on there, like, remember the bulb socket or you know mm -hmm. one of the lemons rally videos i want to say or, oh the night in the woods uh gothic Hell, oh yeah analysis yeah. or um so so yeah it's very interesting stuff and if you're looking for stuff to listen to some of which has to do with cars other of which have to do with like being from pennsylvania mm -hmm. <laughs> um definitely check those out 
but yeah, once again, reiterating this coming Monday, no video, uh, but we will be back the following week with something good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and th thank saying. you for doing that. Oh, for very well. And Australia. Things. Yeah. Australia. We don't have a date for RCR Australia. We don't have a fixer for Australia or a place to stay. In order to make this happen, I'd like to find somebody who could put us up for maybe a week yeah. um, in exchange for, I don't know, us taking you out to dinner or pitching in for food or something like that uh, in order to make the, uh, the trip go easier. Um, I, the only people, <laughs> The only people we know is uh, Andrew Lamb, but he lives in New Zealand now. And uh, I guess the guys from Mighty Car Mods, but I think they have kids now. Mm. I don't know them personally, only very, very distant YouTube yeah. relations. It's like me and Angela White. Like I know mm -hmm. her, but not personally. And she yeah. lives in LA now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Still Australian though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's Matto, me. I'll email you. It's Matto is a great dude. I mean, he's, uh, uh, I talked to him on Twitter. Well, exchange, you know, hellos and greetings on Twitter, but he always seems like a very nice, friendly fellow. And he goes out of his way to be here for the podcast, mm -hmm. even though I want to say it's like five or 6 a.m. over in Australia. Really? So, um, yeah, appreciate that. So, yes. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no cars. Obviously I want a, uh, a Ute in there, either a Falcon or a Commodore. Um, just stay with pad of a Ute. I don't know if we're, we would fly into Sydney. It's probably Sydney. Probably. Probably Sydney. Yeah. Um, there's Sydney, Melbourne, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide. I want to say like, I mean, it's going to be American Airlines LAX to SYD, I think it's Sydney. Um, and that's really it right now for yeah. Australia. I don't think I want to do what we did in UK, which was just cannonball double videos every single day. It it may be easier to do like maybe a two day and then do a one day and a one day minimum, minimum four cars, whether we do a meet or not, I don't know. It's, it's taxing on uh, me mentally to be that on all day long. Yeah. But if we have, but if we go to a car show that's already going on or something like that, fantastic something where we're not the focus i find that very uh, like tiring now I, but understand that i am going to be playing a role for something like six hours and i feel in some way that's disingenuous to know that i am in be nice uh, it's not that i'm in be nice to people mode so much as uh, as i am be a extra forced extroversion um is what you would be receiving if i had an rcr meet that was just us um so ideally find something similar to hard park 
that we just sort yeah. of glom on yeah. to that hey if you want to come say hi we're there but we're not the point and this thing is still going to happen irrespective of us being there aaron crutchfield says years ago you had a review where you once said aesthetic and then went into something surreal with mall footage like the mazda 2 or something that yeah i think I, it was uh the chevette yeah and then i just did some vaporwave stuff i mean if people like that i can do it again <laughs> um vaporwave is always dead and for always will be dead but you know, <laughs> if you want to do that again um yeah someone david says was it the chevette review yeah it was any opinions on toyota crown that was a fantastic car mm -hmm. i mean uh looking back it's from an american perspective very niche uh we drove uh phil hyun's uh toyota crown liked it uh it was like a very alternative lexus I suppose the LC 500 is pretty much what you would get a as a Toyota crown in the United States. Um, are you announcing the winner of the Camaro? Uh, yes. When I know, I know when Bernash will know Bernash will know when the sweepstakes company knows. So we will make a post, uh, when it happens, which is really just me screenshotting. Why not you gear.com with the winner on it. Um, acid green says, I'd love for you two guys to come to Sweden someday. You need to experience a Pilsner car, especially a classic American car in the condition of the Saab 900. You did a while back. Sweden, eh? I would, well, computers, eh? Internet, eh? Mod, eh? <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to go to Sweden. The racing yeah. mind says forced extroversion is MDMA. So I've heard. I've never did Molly. Um... It's Matto says, got to bounce, heading off to work. I'll send that email off soon. Thanks for uh, waking up early to talk to us, it's Matto. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, boo -da -boo -da -boo -da -boo. Yeah, I think that's a podcast. Hour and yeah, 10 that minutes. sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so this will go up tomorrow afternoon. I'm not sure exactly what time. However, whenever I get around to finishing editing it, uh, just a reminder that there, uh, once again, there will be no video this Monday because Chrono Tango says, "Why not? You gear already has the winner up." Oh, good for that. Interesting. Very nice. I'll find out who that is. Uh, I'll stay online for at least that. Yeah. So yeah, missing this week because it's our week off, and then following week we're going to be in Georgia, but there will be a video up. So it's just one week off, you know? And then also uh, RCR flashback video essays being posted to wherever you find this podcast. So whether it's Spotify, oh, it's iTunes. Oh, someone from Pennsylvania. Uh, Juan the Camaro. Oh, Look at that smile. That guy's, that guy's happy. <laughs> nice. I'm going to do a little crop, a little bit of crop, crop. And then uh, done. Save to photos. Ozzy's Garage. Shoot us an email uh, from or fill out the form at regularcarreview.com. Mention that you're willing to travel. Thank you. Winner exclamation point. So it's a guy named uh, Duncan. 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 M. I just posted it to Twitter. I got to do it to Instagram and uh youtube post as well mm. <laughs> trying it with duncan so uh, there it is oh and it's nice and backwards nice and oh, that's backwards. the guy congrats to the winner 
All right, so I got work to do. Yeah. I got work to do. Post stuff. Post stuff. I also got to mow the lawn now, now that the, our, our rain is over and the lawn mowed again. So, uh, yeah, time to mow lawn. So thank you to everybody who sent us Super Chats. Your money will be well spent toward travel. Thank you to everybody who donates to Patreon every week. You're allowing RCR to function as a much larger channel than it really is. Thank you to everybody who participates in the giveaways. That money goes toward our big fuck-off trips like Australia. If it wasn't for the giveaways, we wouldn't be able to go overseas. Or yeah. really anywhere. Because, yeah. I mean, the amount, the ability to do on-location RCR shoots is really dependent on like the patreon and giveaway money just because travel expenses are absolutely chaotic right now yeah and imagine what it's like being a twitch streamer or being just someone who plays video games mm. you have all that income you have no overhead you don't have to travel all you got to do to try all you got to do to travel and then you like play video games in another country must be nice here i am complaining how about to being become YouTube. famous on internet <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, so that's it. And uh, Ozzy's Garage, uh, feel like a freeloader now? Hey, man, as long as you're watching, you're helping us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else? Nothing else for me. Okay, that's it for RCR number 115. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Have a good one.